0: In terms of feeling like we've accomplished something or being satisfied, ask me after the parade. I ask you, but is this the start of another rebuild? Is this? Uh, oh, geez.
1: let's. Over the course of the next week or so, we're going to make the moves that make sense and put us in the best position going forward in terms of declaring, you know. Titles of where we're at
0: for the organization going forward. There'll be plenty of time for that come. But you're come obviously subtracting some October key veterans and adding very young players. Yeah, guys that were free agents at the end of the twenty-three right. season, right. and unfortunately, the twenty-three season isn't working out the way we wanted. So I think it makes prudence, in business, and strategic sense to add future assets for those that you know are becoming free agents. Of silence.
1: In dreams I walk... Welcome to the Strap It Down White Sox Baseball Podcast. It's July 27th. This episode's brought to you by Yard Games World. Get your <laughs> get your yard games, rentals, games, and more in the Boston area. Our good buddy Matt Greer runs the show over there at Yard Games World and and we're going to give the first Strap It Down sponsor ever to our guy, Matt Career. Congratulations to him on his recent marriage. That's our guy. We, we got a good show tonight. We got the Schwab with me, and we got our a special guest returning, Nick Lagg Sr., back for more punishment. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight?
0: <laughs> well, I was good until I saw the score of the game today. That's been a,
1: an ugly one. And I was better until I watched some of the game tonight. <laughs> I told you I didn't want to watch the game. You came over. You made me put the game on. Now I'm in a terrible mood. I think
2: when I coached you guys in little league, we played crisper ball than the White Sox have been playing the last
1: dozen games or so.
0: It would I, be hard to be worse. This it's, is.
1: I'm I'm in a I'm in a real ba- bad bad headspace. This is going to be a tough one for. I'm
0: me. not sure we've had a positive text about the White Sox exchange in I don't know like two weeks. So it's just Pedro sucks. They're idiots. Why are they doing this? It's a it's a real it's a real good time. Well, I
2: the last time I was on the show, we had a recap on uh, rather a prediction on what the uh, wind total would be, and I recall Jack Twee saying, "This <laughs> actually go fifty five and 25. I would venture to say we'd be lucky to go twenty five and fifty five. What was he drinking? <laughs> he was drinking Kool Aid yeah. and
1: some with some alcohol in
2: it. It's <laughs> black <too> and white <laughs> Kool Aid with he's
1: always jungle. drinking something. <laughs> oh man, I I just I I don't know what to say anymore. This is I think you know, I was at an all-time low before this week started. Schwab, we both predicted 2 and 3 and we went 0 and 5.
0: It's it's amazing. Like even when we come in with low expectations, the Sox managed to beat them.
1: It's well, as long there's as no words. I, there's no words. Well,
2: as long as we're on that topic, I think I, 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 my being infuriated with Moncada because mm-hmm. when we were up 7-2 when it was 2nd and 3rd with one out, yet last night, I'm sorry. yeah, no, it, it was, was last night. night and then he, they brought the reliever out, and uh, I said to myself, we're going to lose
1: this game. 7-2. Uh, lo and behold, we lost. That's how you lose baseball games. Killer instinct. This team has not had it since Ozzie Guillen. They have not had a killer instinct since Ozzie Guillen. Ricky Gantaria, no killer instinct. Well, no, let's go before Ricky. Robin Ventura. I, Joe. Do you even remember any games during the Robin Ventura era? I remember Chris Sale cutting up jerseys. That's about it. Ricky Granteria, no killer instinct. Tony LaRusa. Was he alive during the two years that he managed the team? And then Pedro.
0: It's one of those things where I think, and I've made this point in the pod uh, previously, is the Major League Baseball manager is the least important coach in all of the major sports. Yet the Sox always manage to find a way to be like, nope, I got a guy who's important. And or I got a guy who's like surprisingly bad. He's going to make us worse than average because he is this bad at managing. It's, I mean, it's it's really just, it's mystifying, it's amazing, it's, they never find a way to, they always find a way to surprise you with how bad they can
1: be. You know what, just, I think the angriest I've been tonight throughout the game, we're down 6-3, it's in the eighth inning, which we shouldn't be down 6-3, but that's a whole other topic. You know who Pedro brings in when we're down five three? Our best reliever, our um, guy Santos. Oh, why? Why didn't Santos pitch? Can somebody explain to me why Santos didn't pitch yesterday? We blew a seven to two lead, and Santos doesn't sniff the field. H- how does that happen? H- how does Santos not? For us to give up that lead without Santos pitching is so such bad managing i can't even fathom a scenario that that happens I, I don't understand how that happens
0: legs we've we've been talking about bullpen decisions bullpen usage forever i feel in this spot right like you know bringing joe kelly in at that point in time watching joe kelly just fucking merry go round of walks you know, Sabby
1: drops a, a like we're a strike we're, three. we're
0: down and we're throwing Graveman and now Graveman you know can't pitch for two days because Graveman can't pitch. Um, it's it's just a comical display of poor decisions pitching.
2: And and when you really analyze it, if you take uh, the money that Rick Hahn has spent on relievers, uh, as Nick Jr. has mentioned many times, we can take. The eighteen million that Lynn is making, throw in Graveman and uh, Kelly, Kelly, and we could have the best bummer. Pitcher, bummer. we could have the best pitchers, starting pitchers in baseball. But- what about Bryce Harper? You just paid
1: for a Bryce Harper and another player, right? That's called malfeasance on the part of Rick Han. Can we talk about the last two days? That that was the most embarrassed I've ever been as a White Sox fan. You Dude, can't I- get swept by the flubs at home. What they were doing on the base paths. I want to puke.
0: So I'm watching that second game with some with some guys I coach with, and there's like three of two or three of us, who are Sox fans. The rest of them are Cubs fans. And you know, we're after the first game, we're we're you know we're feeling a little good, we're talking a little shit, and then like I just watched Joe just start spinning the wheel, and it's just it's just unbelievable. Like I just That's
1: unbelievable.
0: <laughs> I it's. I It's it's so bad. It's just so bad.
2: If you go back to the uh, first Cub game two days ago, you have to go back to 1901 for a White Sox team that gave up four homers and five stolen bases.
0: Oh, I saw that stat. That's insane.
2: And, and going into that game, Suzuki was three for eight in stolen bases, and I think he stole for one for sure and maybe No, he stole
1: Two. Two. No, they were running wild. And they, he grabbed a home run. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what to say. I, I don't know what to say. It's just, it, they they absolutely embarrassed us. I, the last time I felt like that for a flub series was when I was in the bleachers and Wilson Contreras had a grand slam against Carson Fulmer in the first inning. And I remember being there and I said, I, fast Carson forward, mentioned. give me to three years from now, give me to five years from now. And now it's... This is supposed to be the prime year of the rebuild. Mr. Rick Khan asked me after the parade.
0: It's, um, it's awful. I mean, it is just, I I continuously am amazed at how bad everything has gone. how bad they've mismanaged assets, how mad they've mismanaged uh, the coaching staff, like the whole thing. It's just completely embarrassing. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm just lost. I'm going to lose for words half the
1: time. This is, I, I, I thought this was interesting. I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. So we lost to the Twins. We got swept by the Twins. In Game 2, we were up by two runs going into the 7th inning. Lose that game. Was that the 8th eighth eighth inning or 7th? Seven. I think it was the 7th. We gave up 3. We lose that game. Then Game 3, we're up 3 nothing, Bottom 9, Graveman. <laughs> blows it i mean can't really blame pedro for that one but i will (laughs) because he stinks so we end up losing we get swept by the twins when we should have won two out of three in game three when they tied it they showed the stat of extra inning games so the white Sox were four and eight and this was before we lost that right white Sox were four and eight in extra innings twins were eight and four if you swap those records, that's eight games in the standings. And then we lost that game, so that's now ten games in the standings. It's it, it's almost as simple as I mean, that's how small the margin of error is. And that's how if you have a manager that knows what he's doing to win have we ever won have we won an extra inning game on the road this year?
0: The X ex- since they've instituted the ghost rule for extra inning games, right? The runner story on second. I feel like the Sox have been awful in those games.
1: Have we won on the road? I thought we won one game all year. No, we we, we, we we were we four and four. eight. Yeah, I, I don't check. think that we've yeah. won on the road, though. No, it, it's
0: they are comically bad in extras.
1: I, and I'd be
2: remiss if I didn't bring up the... Uh, the f- I think it was the first Cub game, Sox game, when uh, Anderson nonchalanted that ground ball and threw the half-ass throw over the first. In the second that, inning? Yeah, that Vaughn couldn't scoop, and the next
1: guy hit a home run. It was all downhill after that. That's how you set the tone for a series. Right. Send Tim as far away from... I'm I'm so done with Tim Anderson. I don't care. I, I, I usually don't like talking bad about our players, but I don't want to see Tim Anderson play another game for a team. I don't care if he if we trade him and he hits 450 for the rest of the year. I don't care. Cause it's not gonna be for us. He's not gonna do that for us. And I'm just, I'm so done with him. I, I can't do it anymore. That- you're you're never gonna win a world series with him as, as your shortstop uh-uh. or in any other position for that matter. All right, well, Nick Senior got me all aggravated because I had to turn the game on. You're and, welcome. Yeah, thank you. And I had to watch a, a Josh Naylor 56 mile per hour double, which your, he was your boy celebrating. It's like, how, how do you not take that personal when Josh Naylor is in your face talking shit the whole night? That doesn't motivate you, jo- Josh Ruth? Josh Ruth, yeah. All right, let's move on. This, the weekly. That was a nice weekly recap. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go into our first segment. We're talking highlights of the rebuild now. Now that the first rebuild is over, we're going to the second. Is this sarcasm or is it legit? No, legit. Legitimate I, highlights of the first rebuild because we're going to start with highlights and then we're going to go to lowlights. This don't, is, a, this I is don't, actually legit. This is a little PMA. Give me some highlights of the first I, rebuild. Dude, What like, was your first I, enjoyable moment of the rebuild? Give me something. You guys have nothing. Are all you guys right. My back? first
0: enjoyable moment of the rebuild was uh, Dylan Cease in Birmingham. Uh, I remember I remember watching the you know Dylan just putting on a show in Birmingham. Uh, I also was a big fan of the Dane Dunning years when he was up with the White Sox.
1: Dane, uh, that was the COVID year.
0: Yeah, he pitched well, and then uh, we'll always have what was it Game One in Oakland.
1: Yeah, yeah. What about Game Three against Houston? Leary,
0: uh, Leary, legend, your boy. <laughs> What My leg still has the has the Larry jersey hung up, oh, yeah, autographed.
1: Yeah. Leary, you, that'd be the last jersey I have. Senior, what's your highlight of the rebuild? I, I mean, I
2: I don't really have a highlight, but if if we really look back, when when we did obtain uh, Grandal, the first couple of years, I, I think yeah, he was good. He, he was good, and he yeah. was a guy that played on like five consecutive years of playoff teams. I think between. Yeah. The teams he came from and playing with the Sacks and he was actually a good player and halfway decent catcher. Yeah, but uh, he provided some it seemed like some leadership too. But it, just maybe him and Abreu, they just couldn't overcome. Yeah, you know the rest of these guys, their attitudes, and it's just they're, they're just anyway. There was some
1: good, some good in that. I, I think Grandal. I I would do that contract over again. We had that
0: talk I think on the last pod, right? Yeah. I think we said yeah. we would do it again. I mean yeah, and he you know, he was very solid and you you knew the last couple of years were gonna be a struggle. Yeah. Uh, or could be a struggle. And I think his health really let him down last year, and I think he's been solid this year.
1: Yeah, he's been fine. I think Yaz yeah, for him, like that last year took a toll. Yeah. Like last year clearly was okay, he's probably not gonna be the same player, and maybe that impacted his leadership a little bit because we have no leadership on on the twenty three team. That's abundantly clear. No, and I think you had to make get rid of Giolito, but he was one of the leaders of the team.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, and, a, and I, a good guy.
1: Yeah, I mean that hurts. I I, I did like Giolito, and now I, at least he cared. Yeah, more than you could say about some of these other guys on this team. Yeah, I I mean for me. <laughs> I I said one of my highlights was the Leary home run. I mean, that was winning against Houston was awesome. But we lost a series 3-1. to We got dominated in that series. So that was a disappointment. I think that uh, we'll get to that part at the lowlights. But my other highlight was your mean 3-0 count. Your boy. Against (laughs) Ostadio coming in as a position player throwing. That I mean, that was the high That was the if I could go back the, in time. That was the other year, me though. That if I could go back in time to one moment, I would go back to that as a White Sox fan because that was peak. I think we were like eight games up in the division. We were pounding the Twins. We were pounding the Indians, and we were just we were dominating. But ever since twenty one, ever since Tony let off the gas, you remember the second half of twenty oh one. We, man. I think we were five hundred. Ever since then, it was all downhill. What's the crazy part about twenty one? If you guys remember, Luis only played like sixty games. He was hurt all right. year. Aloy only played like sixty games. Our our outfield was basically like Billy Hamilton, Brian Goodwin. Yeah, the whole team was hurt, and we were still we still won ninety two games. So what happened?
2: Lance Lynn slipped. Yeah,
0: we lost Rodan. Keiko
2: slipped. Lost Rodan.
0: Oh God. Rodan. Not right. offering him the not offering him the qualifying offer.
1: Let's let's segue that into what has Rick Hahn done since the twenty one season to improve upon ninety two wins. What has Rick Hahn done? Like just generally speaking, not opinion. Like what were his moves?
0: Has he had any
1: He 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 signed Josh Harrison.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, if you can say. If you a I'm sorry, in 22. Sign, in
1: 22, what do, do you mean? We Josh lost Rodan. You got to. Johnny Cueto, he signed. Only because
0: Lance Lynn got hurt in spring training. Yeah. Like, Cueto was not part of the plan. Cueto was, oh, shit. We are down a starter. Our upper minors is out of pitching because we still have. It's been an issue for like three years. We have no AAA starting pitchers. It was like, shit, we have to sign somebody. Hey, Johnny Cueto's available. Let's see if that can be a thing.
2: It yeah, worked. But when Han Han a couple of times went all in and he's failed, and, and not only did he fail in the short term, but he failed in the long term. A perfect example is the Lance Lynch trade. Dane Donning now is doing very well. He had great potential. I mean, he was really better potential even than Giolito. I think he might have been somewhat on par with Cease a little bit. Yeah, and you know they brought Lynn in, and he did have a good year the first year, but you're you, Dunning could have done almost as well, and now you traded away to future. Now, now we're in a pickle.
0: the The issue with the Lance Lynn Dunning trade is not is not that trade. It's the it's the next move. Yeah. Right, if you're gonna make that move where you're trading the future for today, you can't stop.
1: Yeah, he just right. stopped.
0: Right, if you follow that up with a with a with a big name free agent, Herper. follow that up with another trade. Exactly. That's fine, but you it's it's half assed. Yeah. Right. It's like I'm hoping this is going to be enough to get us through. Instead of saying, "Well, fuck it, we made this move. Let's go make this next one and really put our chips all in."
1: Yeah. I completely agree. It's, it's I have no. In, I half have, half have no problem. Even to this day, I have no problem with the Lynn trade because you had to do it. Like Dunning was not for what we wanted to do. Dunning was not ready, but we he just stopped. Rick stopped.
2: Right again. That that's, and that may that not is... be on him though. That might be on Reinsdorf also.
1: Maybe, but there... he also spent money on Graveman. He spent money on Joe Kelly. He spent money on give bummer. me somebody else. Bummer. Leary bummer. We could go all day. Who else? Said he's Adam Eaton? Was that? Was that twenty? What year was Adam Eaton?
0: Eaton was the we traded him trade all, was all Washington. the Washington. Yeah, no, uh, they yeah got no, but least.
1: we signed Eaton back. Remember that he oh, got yeah, cut. We did.
0: Right. That was really. Bad. I, don't think <laughs> that was I,
1: I don't think you forgot, forgot was about really Eaton the next time. Forgot about that. <laughs> that was
0: bad. Uh, AJ Pollock.
1: AJ Pollock, exactly. Well, that oh uh, that, that was, was the, the Kimbrel. Trade. Yeah. Uh,
0: traded for Kimbrel to get out of Kimberl we had to take Pollock.
1: But every
2: time I think of Kimbrel, it reminds me of drafting Vaughn and Nick Madrigal, and I have to look at Nico Horner, who went probably 15 spots later
1: than after than Madrigal. Madrigal. I mean that that's painful, very, it, very painful. Madrigal was a horrible pick. Vaughn I, Schwab, you're, Schwab's a Vaughn hater now. He's turn, I've never seen somebody completely turn.
0: off off the boat. I I want him every time I watch him play first base. I get angry.
1: He's such a bad fielder.
0: It's um, like it's unbelievable. Like I, well, if you watch the
2: game, uh, it's the, the one game when Anderson made the bad throw,
0: Vaughn did not the yeah, pick the pick,
2: and guess. then the next, the same inning, Bellinger makes a great pick. Yeah, no, I mean, like we we're, we're just than...
1: bad at baseball. Like the like literally just bad at baseball. Before we yeah. started, we were talking about how you
0: know it's funny how the Sox collect all these first basemen, and yet none of them can play first base, <laughs> right? So, and then they got Grendel there now, because we have to have Seppi
2: in the lineup. I mean, can't we put? Isn't Sheets? Can't we play Sheets at all? I mean, I, I don't he's think Sheets, can, Sheets can't field either. No, he can't field. Either. Oh, he had the. It's it's so it's so awful. We never thought that we would say that we wish we had a Braves fielding, fielding at first base.
0: I right. I mean, it's one of those and like. Jose became a significantly better fielder, but yeah. Jose's worst year in the field is better than anything we've had at first base this year.
1: Yeah, Vaughn's it's, been
2: such a disappointment on both sides, at a
1: the, offense and defense. Yeah, the one thing you'd hope about Vaughn was because he was getting dragged down by left field. He was playing out of position. So you would thought, okay, put him back at his normal position mentally that should help you right
0: legs is gonna help mentally it's gonna help you're more comfortable playing first you're not worried about playing left or right or all these things and you're not taking your feeling struggles to the plate right that's yeah. the hope
1: <laughs> nothing yeah. he's just
0: he's still so waiting on that
1: he he's painfully average yeah he's just average I think he's probably the 15th best first baseman
0: well it's one of those things where when you're an when you're average at the plate, you can't be a negative everywhere else. Yeah.
1: You can't be the slowest guy in the field either.
0: You know, you're slow. You're a bad fielder. Like, Eric Cosmer was a guy who was very average at the plate. Yeah. He was low power, decent average. He was just kind of there. But he ran fairly well. He was a pretty good defender. Vaughn is a horrible defender. He is the slowest man in Major League Baseball, and he's a first baseman without power.
2: And he has saxitis, which means he can't hit a slider in or out. (laughs) And he hits like every other guy. Like every other guy on our team, that we have the worst pitch recognition
1: (laughs) in all baseball. I've never. What about the ground balls? Terrible number. The worst team in the league in hitting ground balls. Tim Anderson, sixty. I texted 4%. that to you, right?
0: He's like nine percent. He hits nine percent more of ground balls than anyone else in baseball. He hits sixty-four percent. The next guy is like fifty-five.
1: So out of the, that, that, that's balls it's, in play. I'm fairly certain uh, ground
0: ball percentage. Uh, so yes, balls in play. I would think
1: yes. Every time Tim Anderson makes contact and puts the ball in fair territory, sixty-four percent of the time, he's in a ground. So he he bats five times. If he grounds out three times, he's improving his average, his ground ball rate.
0: It's, I mean, it's like I saw that stat. I'm watching. How are you,
1: how are you gonna
2: win? Did I miss something? Is our analytic department on strike?
0: <laughs> what do,
2: analytic department? They, it's, it's, do, they, do they get into <laughs> Pedro's ear? I mean, like that's or, the or, thing. in like, can't and talk talk to him about what's going on. Like
0: we've complained about the hitting coaches, but at some point in time, like. We've hit, I don't know, three hitting coaches, and we still hit the ball on the ground. All it it boggles me. I don't. Everyone I don't hits the ball it.
1: on the ground except Lou. Aloy hits a. Ton oh, on the you're ground telling
0: ball. me our our best player doesn't hit the ball on the ground? Crazy yeah, I, how that works. The, the way I'm, we swing at pitches.
2: I had a young man in my little league team named Mikey Ax, and I would tell him, <laughs> Mikey, "Never swing until you get a strike." And, and I think the sack should follow that advice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, we can't even do that. They literally can't. I've never seen a team down three runs. It's like a 2-0 count. We're down three, and we swing at one off the plate. It's like, see, what, what uh, are we doing? What is possibly going on?
0: In spring training this year, the Dodgers had that kid, I think it was Vargas, who was like, broken his hand so he couldn't swing. But they wanted him up there to take, to take pitches, right, just to see pitches in the box. So also one on Twitter, like, it's actually to the Colas. I saw like, that, yeah. Oscar... Just go stand there. You're not allowed to swing. I just want you to watch. Just didn't,
1: didn't get in the Vargas box and watch didn't pitches. Vargas walk like four out of oh, like yeah it He was. At he,
0: he came out, he was like after the first like week, he was he had an on base of like four hundred.
1: He had a, he was told not to swing, but his average on base percentage was higher than the White Sox team. Yeah.
0: It was free training, but yeah, it was ridiculous.
1: Didn't take the bat off his shoulder. That's the shocker of the night. We right. get
0: to the low lights of this rebuild.
1: That's what that's what we're doing now. Mm. Low lights.
0: Game three, Oakland. Oh, I'm crying now. Game. Th- <laughs> uh, like, could you come up with a bigger low light? I mean, just the the oh, one of the like again. We look back now, and Ricky is like, "God, we should bring back Ricky." That pitching idea performance. Was so awful, and then the results were even worse. It was one of the bigger debacles I've seen in baseball.
1: <laughs> senior, that was a good one, by the way. That was I forgot about that one. I got I got two, but I'm going to senior. I'm going to just
2: be more general than that. Just I think didn't we have something happen this year when we had. Three guys had a home run in one game. Who was that? Robert, Moncada. Who's the other one, Schwab? No,
1: the, it was the three Cubans. It was uh, Moncada. Oh, no. oh, no, it wasn't the three Cubans. That was when we went back to back to back to back. We had three. But it was uh, Aloy, Yo, okay. and Robert. Yeah, and, and I think time. So, so
2: the low life for me is just we can't get guys on the field. Yeah, I mean, so. we I've never seen a team have more guys get hurt running to first base. Yeah it's it's amazing. I don't know if our training staff is bad or these guys don't stretch or it just we we haven't been able to put a team on the field in the last 3 or 4 years our full complement and it's it's just frustrating and it's been downhill ever since
0: Dude, ever since Herman left. Yeah. Like I, they got rid of him or he you know he retired. They got rid of Thomas and it's been an absolute debacle since.
1: Do you think Aloy sprints before the games as he brought that up like literally like when you're warming up do you think he like sprints to first base to warm up
0: I mean I feel like the game we were there I feel like he may have sprinted in left field but I don't I can't I can't Why would I'd have to get pay hurt. attention <laughs>
2: <laughs> a good, strong,
0: strong argument here at
2: least let him do it in the game
1: <laughs> alright I got three I got oh, three only I, I could go all night if you let me. The first one is not a point in time. That's This is going to be the 2023 low light, the stat for me. And there's many. But I'm going to go with the White Sox have, and I'm pretty sure this is the right number, White Sox pitching have struck out 14 guys or more, yeah. 14 players or more in 10 games this yep. year. Fourteen players. Our pitching staff. So that is more than half of the outs have come by strikeouts. And what's our record? Ten games. Guess guess our record, Nick Senior. One and nine.
0: You that would be a that would be an improvement.
1: Zero and ten. Hard to believe.
0: Uh, it's it's unbelievable. Like it's just that is impossible. It's, it's wild.
1: I think the stat across the league is like over seven fifty win percentage. Yeah, I never seen the That's 8 like, wins. Yeah, 8 wins right there. That's literally 8 wins.
0: It's it's wild. I mean like like they they set so many records at being amazingly <laughs> bad. Um it's impressive. Culture and lack of
1: development. Lack of TWTW. TW. Second
0: part. Lack of development. Talk about that more when we talk about Geo. But yeah.
1: All right, let's go back to 2022. Two games for me. Schwab knows one. Twenty twenty two. What's the worst game that I had in my life? Josh. The Josh Naylor game. I'll never forget it. Babe Naylor. I I literally I we were up. <laughs> I don't even I think we almost five. Is he at eight RBIs that game? And counting, we we had five. We were up five going into the top of the ninth. Yo, immediate lead off lead off hitter, ground ball to Mancada, error. Next thing you know, Hendricks comes in for Josh Naylor, up four with two outs, grand slam. Ties the game. We go into extra innings. The bottom of the tenth, we have the bases loaded with one out. I think it was a strikeout or pop out, makes an out. Next hat batter, I don't know if you remember this. It was a ground ball. It was Angle, hits a ground ball down the line, and Jose Ramirez I makes a ridic- the most ridiculous play I've literally ever seen in my life. Throws Angle out at first. Next inning, Josh Naylor hits a three-run homer. <laughs> he had seven, seven, ribbies seven ribbies after the ninth inning. Ninth inning and later. <laughs> it's got to be a record. Against the White Sox. Of course. So that's my number one. My number two was maybe just as bad. Do you guys remember? This is where we were like making our run. It was probably around this time. I actually remember because it, it was a little earlier in the year because I was in the hospital because um, Josie was just born. My, my third daughter, my youngest daughter. Fly against the Orioles in Baltimore. Fly ball to left field. Two outs, we're up by one. Do you guys remember this? No. Angle boots? Fly ball, foul ball, Adam, it's a pop up, legitimately like a, a easy fly ball. Adam yeah. Angle drops it. Oh, I do remember it. I remember that. The very, I don't think it was the next pitch, but it maybe be like two pitches later. Home run, solo shot, ties the game, we lose an extra.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we the lose an extra. Best fielder we've had in the last the 20 years. Best fielder we've had. Right. The guy who's on the team strictly because he's really good at the outfield.
1: <laughs> I think Tony put him in for defense. Too.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable!
1: <laughs> it defies logic.
0: I Again, it's it's amazing. Like they, the ways they find to
1: lose games, it's amazing. I I mean, how many different ways? I, you senior, I you text it. me every night. I, another I, another way we lost. Another catch, catcher's it, interference.
2: Yeah, last night, trap third strike by. Oh my god, seven. that was. Now it was a tough play, but you got to make the play. You know that when it's coming. A, you know it's in the dirt. When you hit a buck fifty-five, you got to be able to catch everything, right? One hundred percent.
0: Why he has started so many games the last week and a half, two weeks?
1: I mean, you hit on that. If you hit a buck fifty-five, you better be the best fielder in the league. But but
2: at this point, how many games are we under five hundred? 21. Why don't we play Perez and
1: see what he could do? We, we do in the same inning as the two other catchers. We had three yeah. catchers
2: in at one thing. We, we
0: let him. Pick, uh, it's,
2: just, <laughs> you, it's it's just so bad. You can't make this stuff up.
1: <laughs> Any other lowlights? There's got to be. Come on, you guys got to have some other lowlights. Give me a Tony lowlight Schwab. Tony's asleep in the dugout. Lowlight. When, low the, light. when Tony... the fan told him to pinch. When the fan told him,
0: yeah, when the fan when the fan had to make moves for Tony. Lowlight. <laughs> Uh, when Tony said the only player on the team I've called is Timmy, low light. Uh, Tony living his life, low light. We hired him, then comes out he has a DUI, low light. Wait,
1: what about what about Tony letting Liam run on second when oh, he gets Oh my Curtis god, year? oh
0: boy! And then he's having a talk with I think it's is it vegan
1: Yeah.
0: And he's like, well, I guess you know the rule better than me. Like, holy <laughs> shit, dude! This is your job. You are getting paid millions of dollars to coach the manage this team, and you don't know that this is like the one exception to this rule. It's
2: Mind-boggling. I call him Lazarus. Reinsdorf rose him from the dead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It's it's just the most. It's so ridiculous on so many levels.
1: So Rick threw in
2: the towel. So Schwab. Um, when did Ventura first start managing? Because oh, it's been misery since then.
1: I did just look this up because <clears throat> I looked it up Schwab when I texted about or uh, texted you about Ozzy. It was yeah. 2011. So basically, this is what I w- what Schwab and I were talking about in 2011. Jerry had a decision to make: Kenny or Ozzy. It's pretty clear he made the wrong decision. Kenny or who? Ozzy. Oh, right. Right.
0: Hired in 2012 was his first year on the job.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And of all the bad managing, at least I'd say that Renteria at least held guys responsible to some extent.
0: Listen, I think Ricky was a – Ricky was Doug Collins.
1: Yeah. Right? right. Like, right. you know,
0: he was a guy who could take you from A to B. He wasn't a guy who was, who was going to win you anything because he just wasn't – he wasn't good enough in in game decisions.
1: Yeah, he he didn't know how to strategically he wasn't good. I think he was great with getting the best out of the players. Right. You know,
0: I, I think he like he's a he's a very good bench coach. Yeah. Um I think he's he's a really good guy for a young team to get them to get buy in, to get them point in the right direction, to get some development. He's not a guy to take you the next step. And every the last like Tony and then Pedro. Tony was a horrible choice. Right, you needed a guy. What Ricky? What Ricky lacked, we said, was strategy. Right. Yeah. You can't pick a guy who's not currently in the game. The game. Yeah. The game changes. Yeah. Right. Game is constantly changing. So you pick a guy who hasn't managed in. Uh, what was that? Decade. Yeah, a decade. Ten,
1: ten, yeah, decade.
0: Right. So he's out. He's not into the latest moves, the the you know the ways to utilize your bullpen, rule changes. He's not there. And then you get rid of Tony, and rather than trying to like go with a Bruce Bochy, go with somebody who is a successful manager who has a track record of success. You go with a guy who no one has any idea on. You go with a completely unknown, which is fine. And again, I mean we know we have this talk, right? Like everyone's like, Oh, they hired a guy from the Royals. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Right? I think you could hire a guy from a team that isn't great, but he he has shown that he is he's not he, he's shown he does not get it. Yeah. And you know, typically when you're hiring an an assistant coach who doesn't have managerial experience, he's coming from he coached under a successful manager. Or he's coaching under a, a successful team, yeah, and you know various managers, and like Pedro doesn't fit those bills, and it it's been bad. And, and to go a step further,
2: bad. what has Montoya contributed?
1: Yeah, he was let go by Toronto. The, the only thing he's done is <laughs> make sure that that Luis Grabber didn't know his name. That's well, about it. Like,
0: and then I heard like Montoya wasn't even who wasn't even uh, Pedro's pick. Like they settled him, Montoya with him. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I agree, Schwab. Like the the Pedro thing. Okay, I, it's easy to say it was stupid to hire the, the Royals bench coach, right? But that's an easy. That's the easy out. That doesn't. There's been plenty of people that have been bench coaches for bad teams and are good managers. So that's that's like not that. Not even for me. I, I wouldn't even bring that into an argument the the one thing that i can't wrap my head around is robin ricky tony pedro i can't think of one time where they've come out in a press conference and just like lost it or just have gone off on the players or just called out a play maybe Pedro called out Luis. I don't even think he did, though. I think he just benched him. It's just, and maybe that's the approach that you want to play, you know, that do it in-house and not in the media, but that that clearly doesn't work. And they all have done the same thing. I think Ozzy, I mean, Ozzy's the guy that always did that, right? And maybe that's what we're accustomed to, or were accustomed to, but that's, you got to try something different. And as Ozzy said on the
2: post-game show, I'll move Tim Anderson down to seven. And if he says something, I'll say, if you start hitting, I'll move you back up to second. Yeah. Otherwise, well, you're staying at seventh. Simple as that. You know, he just, you need a guy that can kick a little butt. And whether it's A.J. or Ozzie, and you brought up a great point. They're, these guys just don't seem to get mad. And it, it's, you know, I'm tired of kissing players' asses on guys that just play horrible baseball. Swing at the wrong pitches. How many times this year have we been up? Graveman did it just against the other day when we were against the Twins. Walks the first guy. I know it's um, you're up three yeah. runs. I don't care. Throw the ball eighty miles an hour down the middle of the plate, and if the guy
1: hits a home run, it's the same thing in the bottom of the ninth. Right, it's the same thing. A walk is the same thing. If if you're up three runs, because that run's going to score regardless, right? If you're going to lose, that run scores. A home run, a leadoff home run, is equivalent to a walk. Right, if you're okay. up more than one in the bottom of the ninth. And what's the same.
2: average? What's the average of hitter in a league hit two fifty, two forty? Probably lower. Yeah, two forty. All right, so don't walk them. <laughs>
1: yeah. And the story. Sorry to interrupt you there, but you hit, you triggered that for me. I. Can, yeah. I I don't know. I mean, it's, I just want to see something different. I want to see some fire. Rick, Pedro, Pedro came out in the press conference that it's blame on me. Yeah, I do blame you, Pedro. You're right. And I, Rick, I blame you too. I I don't want to hear put the blame on me. What do you think? You're like falling on the sword? Dude, I don't care. You guys, you just ruined the prime of your contention window when you decided to trade Chris Sale in 2017.
0: If if you truly believe this is you're still in your retention window, you don't take a chance on a manager with no experience and no background of success.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say. It's bad. Do you think Pedro is the manager for the White Sox next year?
0: If we general manager, yes.
1: I have such a problem with Grekon being able to choose who he gets for Giolito or whoever else he trades in the next week. I have such a problem with that.
2: When is Kenny Williams' contract kind of up? Because it'll <laughs> start from him and the shit rolls
1: downhill.
0: Well, I mean, remember when Kenny, off. when Toronto wanted to hurt Kenny and Jerry wouldn't let him interview.
1: I don't. I don't understand how you could let Kenny and Grick start this up again. It's such a literally we by not having another a new GM in after the All Star break, you just set us back another five years. History is going to repeat itself. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. We're another five years in because Rick has. I, I'm gonna play this recording for the, the podcast tonight in the intro. I, I already did if you're listening. And somebody asked Rick the question of I think it was Merck after he traded Giolito. So you're starting another rebuild. And and Rick, you should listen to his answer. He was condescending, saying, No, we're doing what's best for the team. He was on an expiring contract. Rick, you're starting another rebuild. If you're trading Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez, you're starting another rebuild. As much as you don't want to believe that because that means you failed, it's facts.
0: I mean, it's one of those where you don't... I I feel like most teams don't fire the GM middle of the year. But if they let him come back for another year, I mean, yeah, that's... that's exact. You can't argue.
1: But you have to fire him in the middle of the year. You have to. Because he had his chance at the rebuild. Why should he get another? And this is part of the new rebuild.
0: Okay, you want to know why you can't fire him? Because... Jerry Reinsdorf is incapable of hiring a GM quickly. He's going to do what every team in Chicago does. We just hire some fucking search firm because they have no clue what's going on. And you're going to get some 90-year-old man to come in and tell you this is the guy you need to hire. Like when the Bears had the, the old Giants GM. Uh, yeah, Polian and the, the Giants guy. I thought it was the Colts.
1: No, it was Pauline's
0: the Colts guy. They also have the Giants oh, right. guy, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Corsi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know they're gonna, you're gonna hire, you're gonna call Tony up. You're be like Tony, <laughs> who do you think knows baseball? And Tony's gonna give you like seven dudes in the Good Old Boys network. And you know it's gonna take you a month, and you're gonna go past the trade, you're gonna miss the trade deadline because you don't have a GM in place, <laughs> and now
1: you're completely screwed. Who do you, who would you rather have as owner? Nick Senior, the McCaskey family, or Jerry Reinsdorf? I'd, I'd have to give a vote to Reinsdorf.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I as disagree bad as the strongly.
2: McCaskey, McCaskeys at least George McCaskey at least admits he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> Reinsdorf refuses to do that, so yeah, I think... at least we have one championship, the Bears haven't had one since eighty-five. So that was twenty. That so what we're going on almost thirty-eight years.
1: I've never seen a Bears Super Bowl. Schwab has never seen a Bears Super Bowl. Nope.
0: But I would take the McCaskies over Reinsdorf every day. Of the really? World. Yes. But like they're both nice people, but like I think the the McCaskies have spent money. Yeah. Like they've spent, you know, like they've given out big money contracts. They don't know they don't know football. Yeah. Um and they're finally making moves to hopefully f- address that, but like if Jerry doesn't luck into Michael Jordan as the third pick in the draft.
1: He might be the worst owner. He, is, in
0: he goes down as the worst owner in the history of sports outside of the ones who are racist. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Outside yeah, of the ones I who agree. actually had their I agree. Actually yeah. had the franchise taken away due to their personal acts. Whether it be yeah. Sarver with all that stuff with the Suns or... Uh, Sterling or
1: whatever Sterling
0: from the Clippers, like Reinsdorf is goes down as the worst owner, but because he lucked into Michael Jordan with the third pick, he's thought of as like you know a decent owner.
1: 05 was pretty fluky.
0: Pretty.
2: <laughs> there was lightning in a bottle with the pitching staff
1: in the playoffs. Right? Did you know? I saw some stat. I don't know if this is true or not, but I did see someone post this. They had a ninety-five plus ops plus which means that they were 5% below average hitting in 05 I believe but, it but they were clutch they literally knew how to win ball games it was kind of like the guardians last year yeah they just i watched a highlight video of the the 05 playoffs that team was ice cold and they were they 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 came back four times in the playoffs down four runs they were focused Four runs, they were down. It didn't matter. They just put up five runs and come back. They, AJ Pierzynski, I think, had a lot to do with that.
0: AJ yeah. was big. Creedy was really good that year. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm just thinking, like, attitude wise. Oh
0: yeah. I mean,
1: but I think Freddy, attitude
0: wise, like, there were a lot of guys on the same.
1: Jermaine Dye Jermaine was business
0: playing uh, yeah. as far as attitude, right? You know, you had you had some tough, hard nosed dudes. Who who was going?
2: Who was the DH? Carl, Carl Everett. Everett, yeah, and as he used him as an example, that he dropped him in the lineup, and he says, "Carl, start hitting, and I'll
1: move you back <laughs> up." <laughs> it's as simple as that. I don't care if you have hit three hundred your whole career; you're hitting two twenty with a sixty-five percent chance.
2: Yeah, the sacks are afraid to hurt feelings. Whether it's Han, Pedro Grifal, yeah, Cats, it, it, it go all the way down the line, all the way from Reinsdorf. Screw these guys are the money they're making. Hold their balls to the fire. You yeah. Know? Make totally. them be accountable.
1: That's 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 the that's what we're all about, accountability in the front. That's life. That's White Sox way, accountability. Or lack thereof. <laughs> 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 all right, what do you guys think about the Giolito deal?
0: I think Major League Baseball trades are the hardest thing in the world to evaluate because you
1: know who, who none of us have seen? The two dudes they acquired. So Lucas Giolito, Granado Lopez for Ed- Edgar Cuero, I think is how you pronounce his name. Churro. And Kai Bush.
0: So they slotted in on pipeline as the Sox number two and number five prospects. Um you know, getting getting a, a young I was surprised they went with a young catcher. Um and my biggest fear is the Sox inability to develop talent. Like I would almost be like, I'm only training for guys in AAA, Yeah. Who appear to be close because I know I can't get them to the next level. So getting this extreme, the youngest player in double a, I believe. Um, I, yeah, He's only 20. Right. I'm terrified of them trying to develop him and not being good. The fact that he's like a good, you know, plate discipline, shocking for the Sox. Like, that was, you know, I think I was reading something on Twitter where, like, you know, they've got between Coulson, this kid, and then the first-round pick they just made, like they've got three left-handed yeah. bats with a good control of the strike zone.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, so hindsight's twenty twenty, right? So as we sit here, it was a no-brainer. You had to make the trade because we have expiring contracts. How We needed a catcher. That's our number one need in our system. You've got a guy that... First of all, he has potential to be good. The one thing I really like about him is he's a switch hitter. Yeah. Which I love switch hitters because then you never have to pinch hit for him, you would think. But how does this trade let's analyze this. How does this trade become a win win? How how is it an automatic win win? You have expiring contracts, right? Yeah. Lance we plan. signed we signed Gio.
1: Sign Gio back. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I thought you were originally talking about win-win in terms of like the Angels. But yeah, I, I hear what you, you're saying. Even like Gray. But even they, they asked Han about that. And he just, you know, Han starts talking. He Han could say like 500 words and not say anything during the 500. I, I can't listen to the guy talk anymore. We should sign Giolito though. Why? Why not? Why not? Lynn's off the books. Right. That's eighteen mil. Kelly. Kelly's off the books. We're Randall. not going to pick up that option. Yaz is off the books. That's literally that's forty five million dollars. Of course, you're adding, but they have so between, many good pitchers in AAA. Yeah, but we're.
2: <laughs> thank you, but no, we're adding twenty four million. Muncada.
1: Yeah, but it's make. a one year deal. Think of it as a one year. deal. I know,
2: but I, I know, and it's, I'd rather yeah. pay. I'm so sick of him. I'd rather give a team twelve million. Yeah. To take them off our hands. Nobody would
1: do that in their right minds. Well, it's like Bummer. I think we owe Bummer seven mil and two, Han for two more years. And Han. It. If Han gets somebody just to take the cash, just do it. Bummer could not field a fifty five mile per hour ground ball today. I, I can't watch Aaron Bummer pitching.
0: I just cannot do it. And the hope is that somebody's like, hey, we need a lefty.
1: Give him to t- him. send him to Tampa. The guy will be the best reliever in the league.
0: But I agree
2: with Schwab. I have no faith in our developing. No, it's how could development. you?
1: Development. Lance Lynn's. Gonna I'd win only to take Tampa.
0: AAA players. I'd only take AAA players because they I go to Dalton rushing. They go to Project Birmingham or whatever the hell we're doing this year. Project Charlotte. They'll fucking yeah. Suck. We should
1: have given up three guys for rushing. I, I, you got to deal with Baltimore. Do a deal with Baltimore. The, the top. You look at the top seven guys involved. You have to trade Cease. You have Cease. to trade. Cease. You got to trade Cease. You got to. I'd rather trade Cease
2: than Robert because we're gonna lose. We got five years of control of Robert. Yeah, and they're not trading Luis.
0: I would trade Dylan Cease and Hart. Cease is
1: untouchable, years. according to Rick. Untouchable. He just lost the. He's Cle- not good. He gave up four runs to Cleveland tonight. Okay, Cleveland's offense is atrocious. That's your. Be- that's your stud. The guy. If if Cease gives you six innings. You're like, oh, he pitched great. It's, I, when's the last time Cease threw more than six innings? I, trade that, him while right. his value is high. And right. every time Rick sends another guy to the mound, his value gets cut in half. Can we just stop playing games? Oh, I said
0: that yesterday. Like, why in the world was Lance Lynn starting? Right. Like, that was like, so stupid. Like, if the rumors were true that they were close to deal with Tampa, Lance Lynn does not start. Jesse Schultens takes the and it's not even like, oh, he pitched poorly. Is like I don't think that that's actually true. But pitchers are taking time bombs. Why you would put them out there to throw more pitches, Like, there's no positives. If Lance Lynn goes out there and throws a perfect game, his trade value does not change.
1: Yeah. I know.
2: And what is the difference if we're 18 games under 500 or 20?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do hate hating- hate Losing to the flubs, but I agree. Just it's classic white socks, though. But we don't do things that make sense. You got to trade cease, though. You could that. This is what it kills me here. This is the point I wanted to make earlier, but I forgot. Schwab, this is why you got to fire cease at the all star break because for oh, Han. I'm sorry, fire Han at the all star break. You know why? Because talk to me. Of course Han's going to play for next year. If I was if any normal sane person that knows how bad you did knows that you got a short leash. So why would you trade your best player that has 2 years left if you know that you literally are living day to day of not getting fired. So if you bring in another GM you're trading Cease because you know you have an independent, objective view of this team. And you know that they're not going to win in the next two years. And you know who's Cease, who Cease's agent.
2: But so isn't it, that how Grafar got
1: it. hired? He told them, I know
2: when they, you know, this team just doesn't play hard.
1: Oh, that was a lot of, you know, a lot of his rhetoric. Right. But the, the, But I'm saying, so Boris is Cease's agent. You think he's going to sign with the White Sox? You think Jerry's going to pay Cease after two years? Impossible. <laughs> So, you got to trade him. Trade him. Trade him now. Baltimore. Baltimore, you could... Jackson Holiday. Schwab knows my feelings on him.
2: They'd never give Holiday even for Cease. I'd
1: give him Tim. And they're going to say, cool,
0: uh, you can have our third best prospect.
1: If I I trade Cease, the only way I'm doing it, if it's not for Holiday, give me... Give me two, three, and six. And they're all studs. If you look at their these guys. Every,
0: studs. Baltimore actually knows what they're doing. It's a miracle. But I hope they're all in AAA because if we have to develop them, we are screwed.
2: Why is. Mon- i regressing, but why is Montgomery still in A
1: ball? That's a great question. I don't know. He's dominating, Sitting though. Sitting
2: 383. His on-base percentage is over 500.
1: <laughs> I am optimistic about Montgomery. I like Noah Schultz. Well, I think it's because we got the new—it's Mike Shirley. It's a new—what's um, What what's his role? He was the new director of the draft. His picks have been good. So I'm optimistic there. I, you could have a tooling like the... Because the, if you think about what the Flubs did, they traded their... I mean, they were... Two years ago, they were sending the bartender at Murphy's to the mound. And they're actually decent this year. And they're all cheap hires. Yeah, they, they literally Incredible got rid pie. of all their guys. They traded everyone. And then they had money. They got some good returns from those players. And then you just spent... You have 100 mil to spend. And if you're not an idiot... You could get some good players, but aren't we at the point Crochet should be starting
2: next year? We 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 can't. We have to see what he can do. We can't just keep him in a bullpen pitching a fifth or sixth inning when these guys can't trot out there and throw
0: seven innings. They've already screwed Crochet up, in my opinion.
1: I mean Crochet and Crochet and Kopech should be two fifths of the rotation. I don't know if they're going to be one fifth of the rotation. Kopech's a head case. He just can't. It, he He's just, yeah, I, I
2: agree. We might be ready to get rid of cats. I would trade Kopeck right now. Would you trade Kopeck
1: If you could get somebody. I don't even care. And if he'll I, turn into a star. Fine. It's not going to be in Chicago. Right. That doesn't bother me. If you trade any of these guys, you trade Vaughn. You trade, it, it doesn't matter because their peak is not going to be in Chicago. It's like Diekman. The guy went to Tampa, and he had like twenty strikeouts in eleven innings. It doesn't even bother Tampa me. doesn't count because that would never, ever happen on the south side of Chicago.
0: My favorite Garrett Crochet stat: stat. He is he has pitched seventy innings in Major League Baseball so far. He is entering his first year of arbitration. <laughs> wow, that's that's terrible.
1: That's a they
0: they have. They have screwed that thing up (laughs) so massively. Like, I get bringing him up the first year because you're trying to make the push. You're trying to win it. All right, great. Year two, he should have gone down to Birmingham, Charlotte, Kannapolis, I don't care, to build up his arm to get innings under himself. Instead, he is essentially not pitched in Chicago seventy innings and he's entering arbitration.
2: Nick Jr., do you have a bell to ring that was Schwabi the stat? That is the argument of the night right there. Schwabi metrics. Schwabi. That was that was very good, Schwab. That was that sums up the White Sox.
0: It is a constant
2: misuse of resources. Schwabi metrics. That was it's beautiful. beautiful. Schwabi, that
0: accolades to you for that <laughs> Thank you.
1: Can you apply for the analytics department
0: Shit, <laughs> for the White man. Sox? I it would be bad. Like, it's it's just so painful. You know, giving Bummer this extension off his Arbier, buying out Bummer's Arbiers. You don't buy out Arbiers for a middle reliever. Like, it's it's stupid. And then you've got Crochet, who you drafted as a first-rounder, with hopes of him clearly being a starter, and he's entering an arbitration, and he has never started. In the minors. <laughs> Uh, it's it's just ass <laughs> backwards it is so immensely immensely painful
1: where do we go from here
0: the only hope is they trade everybody
1: yeah i think you have to at least clear the contracts i i can't believe that we're like turning down Deals for Lance Lynn, you're, you're telling me. So I don't know if we
0: are. I mean, like that's the hardest part. I feel like there's so much misinformation. Like you don't know what's true, right? They're close. They've exchanged names.
1: Yeah, it could be a text, or it's like a, some egregious deal. You right.
2: know, the question is, do you throw in money to try to get a better prospect? Oh, at, you at know, who's point? not doing that? But isn't it a sunk? I know, but it's a sunk cost. Yeah. you already have the cost. You have it on your books. You were planning for it. So throw some money in and get a better prospect.
1: Yeah, I mean the the alternative is this: if you don't throw cash in, and then you trade Lance Lynn, and you trade Kendall Graveman, and Giolito was on our Giolito was probably making ten mil this year. Right. That's six, three, another three for Graveman. I mean, you're looking at like twelve to fifteen million of trading guys. Ray is probably making some money. Is is Rick going to Jerry and being like, hey? This is an extra fifteen mil for me next year because he better be. That's t- that's fifteen mil that he's not. Spe- and time value money. I want the interest. Interest rates are highest and than- higher than they've ever been. That's make it eighteen mil, Jerry. Open your damn pocketbook.
0: It's just
2: he's only worth three billion, dude.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, bury, they're... bury
1: him with cash around him. That's what he wants. Apparently,
2: he doesn't want a ring. No, believe it or not. Reinsdorf doesn't care about the money as much for him as he does as investors, and, and that's, what, that's true. But
1: how could that be? As an investor, it's not like you're you're not living off the passive income. It's you're working on the cash,
2: But he returns cash to these guys every year.
1: But that's not the point of owning a baseball team. It's about the the val the market value of the team, the value of the team going up each year. Well, if he's worried about that, he'd
2: be building a stadium in Arlington Heights. He should. That would be a beautiful
1: thing. Put it next to the Bears stadium. I'll be there every weekend. Right. At the casino. No, it's 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 a...
2: Schwab, just to... It's a mess. Since there's a break in the action a little bit, do we have anybody in our minor league system ready within the next year to two years? That can contribute at all? Pitching
1: or hitting?
0: Or both? both? Yes. Um, yes to your question of pitching or hitting. Not yes that we actually have anybody. No, it's I mean it's all
1: it's just it's pitching. I don't think so. It's a hot mess. It's bad. The Davis pitching Martin, is
0: so awful. Like it's bad when Davis Martin gets hurt, and you're
1: like, "Well, fuck, man, we don't got yeah, nobody." A and Double A pitching's like the worst I've ever seen in the in a minor league system. But what did we do with these guys?
2: Remember when we got that guy, Vero, two years ago? From- Vera he's been hurt. He's pitched
0: an inning and a third this year. I looked at him today, actually. Um, How is that possible?
1: Because it's, it's the White Sox. I mean,
0: you got Colson who's was hurt. And he's still in uh, high A. You Schultz. got the dude they just traded for, and uh, we'll see where he ends up for the Sox. Noah Schultz is your third-rate prospect. He's 19, and he's in A-ball. Ramos is 21 in double-A.
1: We got to be more aggressive at Ramos. But even so, I mean, he's like 780 OPS. Like, nothing special.
0: You know, the guy they traded for, Kai Bush, is their 5th round prospect. He's 23, and he's in double-A, and he hasn't been great this year. Sean Burke <laughs> is 6. He's 23. Oh, he's
1: been bombed in double-A. Like, Sean Burke isn't— Isn't he getting bombed in Charlotte? What's his ERA in Charlotte? Let me see it's what his like Charlotte ERA plus, is. like 7 plus.
0: Yeah, he's got an ER. <laughs> he's pitched 36 and two-thirds of an inning, nine starts, with a 7.61 yeah, ERA.
1: That's our 6 ring uh, I
0: don't think Sean Burke is necessarily the answer to our prayers. He'll, he'll
1: be off the list next year.
0: And then you got Jose. Christian Mena.
1: I think Mena had a been, lot of strikeouts, but he's been getting bombed in Birmingham.
0: Yeah, 5.24 ERA. He's got a good strikeout. Eight, nine innings, 110 um, strikeouts. Yeah,
1: so he's he's got an arm, but he's just, for whatever reason, can't put it
0: together. Well, to and, he, and he's 20 and double-A, which is yeah. fairly aggressive. I,
2: I When I'm looking at the Sox minor league pitchers, which I do occasionally, I always look at strikeouts versus innings because if a guy doesn't strike out at least one guy in an inning, I don't think he has a pro future. Yeah, you got it. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Yeah. Unless you're like a burly type, but that there's v-
0: that those, that's guys, very... those guys don't exist for the most part.
1: Yeah, currently, like Kyle Hendricks.
0: Right. I mean, like those are the those are the exceptions.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just bleak. It's bleak. That's why you got to trade everyone because you can you can replenish. You keep you keep Lou. It's not good. That's the the only silver lining I think of it all is. I I don't know how bright the future is for the twins or the the guardians. The tigers might have the brightest future out of every team. To be honest, they got a ton of arms. And they're, the Indians refuse to spend money. Do, do you? And, and they get rid of pitchers when they have yeah, to yeah, like them. Bieber. They'll they'll trade Bieber. They don't care. They'll just bring up somebody who's better. Right. The, the yeah, tig-
2: Detroit's the team to look out for.
1: The Tigers are better than the White Sox, and every single starter got hurt <laughs> for them this year. The Tigers and that lineup are better than the White Sox in their record. Like, how bad? The White Sox, we, we talked about how bad the White Sox were last year. They were 500. What happened?
0: I mean, it's it's just such a...
1: It's it's so 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 bad. No chemistry, no culture, no chemistry. Ah, this has been a ride right. Got off to a bad start when I saw Cleveland steal second, error on the throw, take third for a five to three lead. I mean, it's just the same. It sounds thing so unlike the Sox. Same thing every night. No, the thank God Hawks not.
0: There's no way oh, he would poor, survive this. Poor train. Hawk would be dead. Um no, I, they need to like it, it's a complete and total tear everything down, get as many new bodies as you can.
1: All right, Nick Legs, you taught me one thing in this life, one thing that all Only one I'll, thing. I'll, That's rough. Well, I I didn't mean it like that. One thing that will stick with me forever and I'll teach my kids three letters. P M A Let's end it. Some PMA thoughts. What do you got for me, senior? I'm, I'm
2: looking at revamping the uh, pitching staff. He's still one with pitching and defense. You need hitting, but I'd love to see Crochet start next year. I'd like to see Kopech. I, I'd really like him to see him trade Cease for, for a guy, that a pitcher that's ready and just a standout player. That maybe we put in a shortstop next year, somebody from Baltimore that that can really be a leader of the team and uh, turn this thing around, and then get rid of these setup, you know, all these setup guys, and sign guys off the the garbage heap because these guys turn into good. Look at look at what the Cubs just did with, with their guys, but you know, again, development and health and culture that's that's what we need, and I I think if. If we could just get off to a good start next year and get these kids pitching better, we'll, we'll be fine. Schwabby,
0: PMA. Yeah, dude. Um, you know, we're like an hour and eight in recording right now, and I can't tell you we, we've really had much positive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not sure I can. Not, not sure if I can give you as much. No, um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean it's one of those where like unless they're real, like the hope is. The Geo trade is the first of many, and if they can walk away from this trade deadline dealing eight dudes off the major league roster, I will be uh, thrilled. You know, I, I want Lance gone, I want Timmy gone, I want Dylan gone, I want all the relievers gone.
1: Um, <laughs> you said that last week. Yeah, I did. I'm, house.
0: I'm still I'm still in on it because it's just well, it's like it's just it's not working. It's not working. It hasn't worked. You need to shuffle the deck. Yep. Um, you got to. You know, shuffle the deck, make some changes. Whether that's firing a manager, firing a GM, making some big name trades—not just trading, you know, seven relievers who are on expiring deals. Trade Eloy. Trade Timmy. Trade something. Just to shake it up. Just to shake it up, right? You know, and it's and hopefully you get guys who are. In triple because God forbid we need to we need Chris to send him to Birmingham to develop because that's not gonna work. What so do I don't Jeremy? know if it's really positive, but yeah, that's what I got for
1: you. <laughs> <Trump's> <laughs> depressed <tonight. He's> depressed.
0: <laughs> oh, you want positive? Noah Schultz is dirty. Yeah, he is good. I like he watching did. that guy's highlight tape, it's just dirty. Where is he pitching right now? Canapolis. Where? Right? Is he in Canapolis?
1: Oh, yeah, can I of course um okay I wrote this down yeah he can he's only but he's only pitching like two innings at a time
0: yeah seven start seven starts 15 and two thirds
1: innings yeah but he hasn't given up a run I don't think
0: no he they I think they had a bomb off him last week he's given three bombs two walks 22ks 172 average against
1: uh 0.77 whip okay Schwab here here I go this is my core this is my pMA Oh, boy. <laughs>
0: Dude, when they when they post in those two, things on Twitter of, like, pro, projected lineup in three years or, like, <laughs> players these little sign, it gets real depressing real quick. Okay, but two I, years. I this
1: is actually not that depressing, but we need Don't Rick. lie. We need – this is PMA, Schwab. We need Rick not PMA. to be the general manager. Mm. Okay, here's my core, okay? And uh, correct me on any of this. So we got Luis Robert in center, right? That's the obvious one. This is in twenty-five? This is twenty-five. Okay. Okay. We have Colson Montgomery playing third base. Okay. Jacob Gonzalez playing second base. Okay. We have you Ed- say
0: Jackson Holiday, I'm jumping across the stable. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You'll never catch him.
0: Edgar uh, Edgar. In the corner.
1: Edgar I Catcher. All right, so that's my five main core. Who's the shortstop? I, I don't have a shortstop yet, but what, right. what I do have what I do have is first pick of the twenty twenty four draft. PMA. Sign me up. So that there's a lottery next year. We are if gonna be finish, there's, such,
2: there's a guy that hit four forty seven
0: for Wake Forest. So we're gonna become Wake the first
1: city West Virginia in, in professional they're, sport they're history to us. have
0: three f- number one picks in. In a
1: two-year span, so the Sox are gonna get first pick because it's gonna be a sixteen and a half percent chance. PMA, baby, for us to get first pick because the lottery—if you finish in the bottom three, they all have an equal chance, sixteen point five percent each. So we're gonna have first pick. That's gonna be my shortstop projected. Well, that's that might be a quick turnaround, but <laughs> yeah. Then I, so I get those are five guys. Then I got Benny, Aloy, and Vaughn. I would like to get rid of Aloy and Vaughn. That that like. I'm just looking at the lineup. I think Aloy and Vaughn are everything that's wrong with the call. Co- They're be- not
2: athletic. Yeah.
1: We need to be more athletic. So that's, to me, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good core. Because you could move Aloy. You've got to trade Aloy this year, I think.
0: So you're telling me that in 2025, you don't think the Sox are going to exercise their club option on Yohan for 25 mil?
1: Yohan <laughs> is not part of the core. <laughs> Please. Yohan yeah, is part mil. of... The what about um, pitching, membership to Tau. Pitching is a problem. Pitching is a real problem. Free agency. Free agency. Because what I just went through, there's no money spent. There's no money spent. So you have Schultz as your one. Seats cease is going to be there unless we trade him. If we trade Cease, then you got your shortstop, right, as part of my right. core. So that's actually not bad. You got to get somebody for, I mean, Copex still there. Crochet. Crochet is Crochet still there or is he gonna he's on year? W year two of our You gotta sign, then you, you get that's where you use the money. Starting pitching is where you use the money. So that there, that's my PMA. Right. It's actually not terrible, but it just can't be Rick. It can't be Rick.
0: So you're banking on a single A player to be your third baseman. You're banking on a player who's yet to debut to be your second baseman. Yeah, I I like our chances. It's
1: called PMA Schwab. This is the PMA segment, Schwabby.
0: My apologies. I, I uh I struggle to be positive with your boy uh Rosemary.
1: Next up for our daily dose <laughs> of
0: depression,
2: Schwabby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any last words before we wrap this up, gentlemen? This might have been the hardest one to date, but you know what? We're rebranding next year. You know what our new name is? It
0: was it was good. I'll enjoy this one.
1: White Sox Therapy. <laughs> I like it.
0: Nah, no, it's uh I finishing
2: like, note, I've thrown a towel in this year, but PMA for next year. Let's go.
0: I think my only. I enjoyed Lucas.
1: I did. Yeah. I'm going to go. miss. I some PMA. Now we got Schwabie going.
0: I'm going to miss Lucas. I really did. I liked him. I thought he was, was pretty damn good. Outside of the year, of the Sox I asked him to gain, you know, 100 pounds. Um, <laughs> he was a good guy, and he cared. it.
2: He
1: had it some heart. Good
0: dude, cared, smart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, had had some good shit going on. I, no you know, hitter,
1: that was a highlight. We yeah. didn't mention.
0: No, I'm gonna miss Lucas. I I really, you know, you ask me who I'd rather have, Lucas
1: or Dylan. I take Lucas. Wow, there but, you go, there you have it, the last words from the Schwab. We got we gotta have a couple more episodes. I know it's gonna be hard, but
0: you know, oh once we once the trade deadline passes, I think we can uh, hopefully review like seven deals. <laughs> All yeah. right. And hide all sharp
2: objects for our next uh, podcast.
1: <laughs> you know, Mish, yes. Mish took out all the knives and scissors for the <laughs> Flub series. wasn't allowed to go into the kitchen. Well, there you have it PMA for life 2025 White Sox, new GM, new player development. Who's the manager? Guts? No. I don't know. Who is the manager?
0: Ozzy. Brian. Let me tell you, man. Guillen World loves our
1: tweets. <laughs> okay, so we should get Guillen World on. That's Ozzy Thanks, thanks for having me on. Nick Sr., you're always welcome. Nick Sr. was itching to get on again. You, know, you can tell you. Our now most, you know why
0: I get so mad. Our most used been, guest host. What? This is his third appearance, I believe.
1: Yeah, that's right. You are the number one guest. That's why I get so mad, though. I get it from him. What about Jim... Uh... Alviti, yeah, we he's at one. You're he's
0: guy. into
2: it. He's into it big. We're, we're gonna get
1: him back for sure.
2: Where's pickle brain been?
1: <laughs> to we we're gonna get back too. <laughs> All right, well that's a wrap for this week. We got we got the Guardians. I probably I'll I'll tune in for a couple innings to just you know not have to drink coffee for the day to get aggravated a little bit, but. Well, we'll see what happens for the rest of year. We're going to be PMA, PMA White Sox 2025. We'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening.
0: See ya.